Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Movie News Summer Special Number 2. Last week, we did our favourite summer blockbusters. I forgot just then in that sentence. And this week, we're doing bad summer blockbusters. Of which well, they weren't are... blockbusters, but they were bad and released in the summer. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Because what is it? The hundred million dollars box office to be a blockbuster? They say. And, yeah, because uh, otherwise it's an oxymoron. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Buzz is here this week as well. <laughs> Hello. And, I came yeah. back from holiday to slag off some movies. So I haven't caught your last show. So I don't know if you were wrong or not. But as you said, it's your favorite, which is opinion based. So you can't actually be wrong. So. Um, I think I think we oh, were actually pretty correct. <laughs> yeah, actually, we were. Though. Yeah, it, it was because some things are opinion, but if you disagree with that opinion, you're just wrong. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just one of those things. We can sit here and argue all day whether iOS is better than Android, but really, we know the answer. Yeah, <laughs> we do. It's not. It's not. You can have whatever opinion you want, but you have to be prepared that your opinion is just wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so same thing. Uh, I've just found Rotten Tomatoes' 50 worst summer movies of all time list. That's my work done. If you want to play at home. (laughs) I may or may not have the same list open. (laughs) I have a different list but because I actually did prepare. You're just showing (laughs) us up now. That's right. I'm not going to go through these 50 because it's, it's, well... We're not doing fifty each. That's ridiculous. I'm I'm just going to pick out some that that particularly offend me. Uh, I would also say these are not cinema releases. This is this looks like it's straight to DVD included. So no, the Inclu- list I have is all summer release. That actually, we're in yeah. the theater. This mm-hmm. looks like I don't know. This this looks like straight. You know this this isn't straight mm-hmm. to DVD. Which one are you thinking of in particular? Are you looking at the page that starts with number 50? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Get to, like, page two, and you'll be like, what? Never heard of that movie. All <laughs> oh, right, hang on. Page five, sorry, as it's listed. <clears throat> page five. This I'll have to cut all of this from the show, because this, this isn't interesting. Oh, good. Just some of these. <laughs> and it's being really slow. Is there only room for the two of us on this website? And Oh, no, I've heard of all of these. You have? At the cinema? Yeah. Okay. Probably well, not. Well, maybe for... you guys caught them on, on video is what you're saying. Yeah, there will, there will be some as well that are sort of, maybe they came out in the cinema in the US and didn't hear, or vice versa. Um, you know, that happens from time to time. We also, last week we discovered the difference between an American and a British summer blockbuster because mm-hmm. the two don't ah. necessarily coincide. Uh, the glowing example being Disney movies, which are always Christmas movies here and summer blockbuster movies in America. Ah, And something else came up as well. I think while I was also looking for other articles, I'm going to, I'm going to find another article of, of suggestions for me to talk about in this episode because we don't want to both be cribbing from the same list. Um, <laughs> Movie well, popular. we're going to have crossover, I'm sure, because there's some that yeah. everybody knows is bad. <laughs> That's true. So who would like sorry, to... Rich, um, oh, sorry, Rich. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm getting some echo back. I don't know if it's the level of your headphones picking up on your mic. Probably is, because I've turned you up. Uh, uh, 
Or is it Echo of You? It's both of us, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing me. Sorry. I only just noticed it. Is it Echo or are you, like, proper hearing you? No, it's a faint echo, like your headphones are too loud. Oh, that could be the thing, then. I hope not, because you're only just landing for my... I need some better earphones. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll turn down my headphones and just see if that's any help. Um, so, I've done that now. If it doesn't come out of the recording, it doesn't matter. It's just... It is distracting, though, while you're trying to talk to somebody. I, I understand. Um, right, anyway. So, around this editing that I'm now doing... <laughs> right, so we're going to do what we did last week and take it in turns to suggest things that really offend us this, year, this time. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So I'm going to go first because feel like it. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I actually Ooh. like that movie. Oh, it's just you. You, you. It can't be anyone else. Surely and I've read was... the comic books, so you can't say it's because oh. I haven't read the comic books. This this was oh a running... extraordinary gentleman. Sorry, I was yeah. thinking Royston Vasey. I was thinking, oh, how very dare you! <laughs> oh, they they made an equally awful film though, didn't they? No, not the League of Gentlemen. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, did oh, I, I say the like extraordinary League of Gentlemen who fall out with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen all the time? <laughs> People's front of you, dare fuck off. <laughs> uh, it is a different thing, though, because you could be an extraordinary league with normal people instead of a normal league with extraordinary people. It's it's a different thing. This was a film. Wasn't this <laughs> Sean Connery's last film? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, supposedly. Keeping with tradition that uh, all great actors and the Hollywood icons of yesteryear go out on something utterly pap. Uh, much like Leonard Nimoy's last film being Transformers something or... Orson Welles' last role being Unicron. Transformers trans something. <laughs> Again, the Transformers. And I think Tran Lawrence Olivier's last film wasn't so great either. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. So Sean Connery's last movie was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. From an Alan Moore thing, it was just another reason for me to not like Alan Moore things. Sorry, well, everybody. I'm going to get email again. About, uh, no, to be fair, probably a good 95% of the films that are based on Alan Moore projects are bad or don't really take into account the way he originally wrote them. And Alan Moore is just a weird dude to begin with. Yeah, I still get email, though. Do you want to upset a fan base? Fuck the Alan Moore <laughs> fan base. Wow. I'd rather be in a Star Wars movie. Was, was that fuck the Alan Moore fan base, or was that fuck the Alan Moore fan base? It could, oh, yeah, they're here now. Fuck, it's them. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> um, this, this film, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, attempted to tie together lots of really bad actors who are overrated and Sean Connery and make them play characters that you don't care about or remember fondly and put them in a really bad story that was badly written, badly directed, and badly put together. Uh, my favorite bit was when the Nautilus comes out of the canals in London. No, it was Venice. It was it, Venice. Do you know how deep those canals are? Yeah, not that deep. Yeah. No. <laughs> I call it an automobile. What? <sighs> Awful thing. <sighs> 
And it is offensive. There was a running joke in my family because my dad bought it on DVD because my mother insisted that he bought it on DVD because it had Sean Connery in it. <laughs> and he did that. And then for about a year and a half afterwards, I w- as I, if I went to visit them, when I left, I would find it concealed about some, you know, if I'd brought a bag with me, it would be in my bag. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Like so that that's how good this movie is. I'm not mm. really doing it justice because I've only seen it once because one day I will die and there's not infinite time between now and then. So the fact that I dedicated about 90 minutes of it to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, is already bad enough and I wasn't going to do it again. It was a total one-star film with nothing redeemable for me to say about it. Although it does give me this one last opportunity to really piss off Alan Moore fans. <laughs> yeah. I saw it at the cinema and um, it didn't make me angry at the time because, uh, you know, I'm Mr. Easily Pleased generally. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it was instantly forgettable. Other than I remember it had some very shady um, CG in it, especially with the uh, Jekyll and Hyde character. Which was actually makeup. It wasn't CG for the most part. Well, That's how mis- bad both the CG and the makeup were. No, the big dude, I'm sure. Okay, maybe that's bad memory. I, sh- I was sure the big dude was just oh, CG. Yeah, he was running he- along the top of a built rooftops at one point. Yeah, that was a stuntman in a, in a suit. Maybe it was really? just too low budget yeah. for computer stuff. There, there's computer stuff in it, but it's not very good. Mm. So, so I might be go. confusing it with um, uh, Captain America then. What's that? What's no? It's not Captain. What's the one where they make the big, brutish monsters out of a serum? Oh, sure, it was that. I'm getting confused. I don't know now. <laughs> there's that, there's a bunch of movies that do that. I honestly, if you had a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you the plot of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I, I really I could, couldn't because I also have it on DVD and I have watched it multiple times, but oh. I won't bore you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Who's going next? This will determine our cycle for the rest of the show. Jed. Oh, speaking of bad Sean Connery movies, The Avengers. Not the new one, but the one from the 90s. (laughs) A.K.A. the proper Avengers. Yeah, the 60s TV show. The one with Ray Fiennes, Uma Thurman, and Sean Connery. Yeah, this was a film... I, I get why it exists. Because... Sound, it's kind of a cool concept, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. it sort of works. Well, the uh, TV show was amazing. It's just yeah. that the movie based on it was awful. <laughs> uh, it, it gave us an opportunity to put Uma Thurman in a black leather catsuit for a bit, which, again, why would you not want to do that? But it was just a fucking god-awful movie, wasn't it? Yep. They, they lost yeah, me at bad. Sean Connery in a kilt trying to destroy the world with weather. No, they lost me in that scene where they're all dressed as teddy bears. Yeah, that was it for me as well. I don't even know about that. I haven't I haven't seen the film. This was a decided on no from the trailer kind of thing. Oh, well, okay. it, yeah, there was a scene where he was talking to a bunch of world leaders and they were quote-unquote incognito in giant teddy bear suits. I think it was just a nod to the furry community. Something. What you're not hearing from me now is stunned silence. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, is it reasonable to say it's good Sean Connery gave up when he did, if only he'd done it sort of three or four movies earlier? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, like, no, you should have gone out with a bang with entrapment. That wasn't right? a bang. It just had Catherine Zeta Jones's bottom in it. And Which... her slinking around in between lasers. Everybody yeah. goes to the laser beam bit because that's the only good bit. It's not a good <laughs> film. That's the only bit that everyone remembers from that movie. And what does that tell you? What do, what can we take from that? That it's a god awful film. I'm just looking at <laughs> the last few things he did. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, 2003, Finding Forrester, Entrapment. Playing by heart. Never heard of it. That was in 98. The Avengers in 98. The Rock. The Rock was his last really good one. Yeah. And even then. Yes, we had a rock on one of our list last week. Mm. Dragon Heart. That was good. Just his voice. First well, night. Yeah. First night. Fucking awful. Fucking awful. I've seen that twice at the cinema. That was That was a bad year. Mm. No, once at the cinema. That was it. It was revenge from my parents because I had made them see Batman Forever. Oh, gosh. The uh, Val Kilmer one. No. Oh. That still gets brought up. We, we, you know, uh, that still gets brought up in arguments at home. So they took me and my sister to see First Night, in which Richard Gere, in armor, water skis. Yeah, that was <laughs> messed up. Um, behind a, a rowboat, I think, because <laughs> I don't remember that bit. He's pulled along behind a boat, and he kind of gets into a water skiing position. But kind he's wearing of. he's wearing metal he's in armor. Plate. He's in plate. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, dude, no, um, sinking, drowning, death. Really, they'd find you floating in that moat months from now, but. Sadly, they didn't. He uh, he survived the film and uh, shagged Sean Connery's missus. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the story, isn't it? Pretty you much. Were, well, you... back to Avengers, though. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 no, they got to understand, the, part of the reason why it was so bad was that, you know how we've talked about, you know, movies that are ruined because of producers or, or, or whatever, or movie studios fucking with the editing? Yeah. This was one of those culprits. It was edited so bad. I mean, there was a plot where suddenly Uma Thurman had a clone, and we have no clue where she came from, why she was made, or anything. Just she's suddenly there. Yeah. This sounds awful. I don't feel bad that I haven't seen it. No, you're, you're, you're fine. Good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, anything else with the Avengers? I see Just, the, you're, the, you're better off not watching it, that's all. Did it have Sean Ryder in it? Wow. Okay. Must have been weird and shit then. Sean Ryder was the uh, frontman singer for the pop group The Happy Mondays in the oh, early right. 1980s. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and rather famous excessive drug taker. And now rather famous mess. <laughs> so, yeah. Hi, Sean. I'd still go for a night out drinking with you and, and in, the, in a moment's notice. I would I would drop everything now and go out on the piss with Sean Ryder. Won't understand a fucking word he said all night, but it'd be great fun. <laughs> Buzz, your go. Battlefield Earth. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I will never forgive myself for sitting through the whole of that movie. Just oh, you actually watched it. Oh, my God. Most of these I've seen at the cinema. 
So once I've paid for a ticket, I'm stubborn. I fucking sit there. Um, my God, what an awfully, awfully, awfully long mess. I, I, I mean, I've erased most of it from my memory by now. Um, I just remember the crushing boredom and the lack of anything interesting that took place. Uh, don't remember the plot, any of the characters. I know John Travolta was in it. That was it. That's all I can bring back to memory. 3% on Rotten Tomatoes, that gets. Wow, well, that seems if, high. If, mm. From what I understand, if, sci- if sci- Battlefield Earth is to Scientology, what the nativity story is to Christianity. Yeah, I heard a long note. Thankfully, I found out afterwards that it was to do with the Church of Scientology. I wouldn't have, that's I wouldn't have that, put myself through it. That's how you get John Travolta to be in it. Yeah. Xenu wanted him to do it. So Tom called him and went, Oi, mate, put that bloke down. Time to be in a movie. That was a little John Travolta secretly gay joke for oh, those dear. of you who missed right, that. Okay. <laughs> sue me, John. Please, we'll, we'll prove it in court, eh? Anyway. You've been saying that for years. No one's going to sue you at this point. I know. That's why I'm just, I'm playing with fire now. It really worries me. <laughs> well, the, everybody you've said to sue you over the years in podcasting all decide to do it at once. Yeah. What if? What if? I mean, what kind of a, me- that'd be a media storm that you'd be looking for, but not sure you'd come out of it smelling of roses. <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't be sued for anything. I haven't got anything. What What <laughs> are they going to sue me for? A million pounds. Yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, have a million pounds. What is that? I, I am not worth a million pounds dead or in slavery or if you sell all my shit or anything. Just doesn't matter. So come get me, John. Come get me. Not not in a gay way. So the synopsis was when an alien race called the Cyclos, it's very close to Cylons, I find, turns the Earth into a mining colony, it's up to rebel hero Johnny Goodboy to lead a revolt and save the planet from the giant alien species. Right. See, at this point, I'll remind you that L. Ron Hubbard, before he uh, founded, invented, invented a religion, uh, <laughs> yeah. was allegedly a science fiction writer. Supposedly, all, yeah. All of these things that don't make supporters say, sorry, what? You know, but he was, <laughs> he was a science fiction writer and uh, not a very good one, really. Hence... I'll do a religion then, you know. (laughs) So if podcasting doesn't go well, it is my next step as well. Um, Mm. I think you'd be really good at that. I think so too, Boz. Alison disagrees, but we we can lock her in a room or something. I'd be an evil emperor, sexy time acolyte. That's doable. Yeah, this works. This is is good. Get on board, Jen. The train is leaving the station. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you want to add... Anybody got anything to add about... uh, no, just I, them with, I just remember them with really big heads and they had like plugs on their nose. That's that about all I can remember from that film. I have something to add. Fuck that movie. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise thinks it's real. Just remember that. If, if you're a Scientologist, <sighs> seriously, like, like devout Christians believe that Jesus was born in the stable with the donkeys and everything. They also believe Battlefield Earth. That's it. Mm. <clears throat> I'll pick another film that offended me now. <laughs> oh, not that one. I'm waiting for that one. Uh, yes. Here's one we'll all enjoy. 
Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, but well, yeah, but well, what? It's what? there's a lot worse out there. Compared I'm to talking the about one. bad summer movies that offended me, and that the, okay. I think Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace fully f- uh, fills those criteria. Uh, okay. It was a horrible, horrible piece of shit from beginning to end. I just I didn't think that at the time, so I can't join you in that. I do now, but at the time, I was easily swayed. I think each yeah. of the prequels went through a couple of months grace period, mm. where I, th- I think we were all just so overjoyed that there was more Star Wars, that we just let stuff go. And, and when that joy starts to wear off, and in fact, when more Star Wars comes along, mm. uh, then that pain comes out. You know, it's but kind there of were a- things to adore in that movie, like Darth <coughs> Maul. I fucking love one of the best characters that doesn't say anything that they had, what? and some of the best fight choreography there's been in any of the Star Wars movies ever. He had um, two lines. Darth Maul. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, sorry. I I dispute that you can call him a character. Okay. He, well, he you was, haven't watched the cartoon because the cartoon actually fleshes him out a lot more. Well, that's fine, but I'm talking about Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. You're not coming at me with the you've got to watch the cartoon rubbish. Because yeah, we, we got to quote Rick got, on that. Yeah, okay. I have to read three comics to understand the plot. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm trolling him when he's not here. Uh, <laughs> but he's right though. He's right. I'm totally on. I'm totally in agreement with him. If I don't get it from the movie, then it's not there. And Darth Maul was fucking pointless. It, it was just choreography. Now, I think you're right. He was, it was great choreography. It, it really was. But it was surrounded by a big, filthy, stinking pile of shit. Uh, Talking about the other two scenes. Okay. Just, uh, just the rest of the movie. I mean, midi-chlorians, Gillette Lady Shave communicators, Jake Lloyd, <laughs> uh, Jar Jar Binks. All of Natalie Portman's performances. She's an actress. How did they stop her doing that in the in the film? Uh, Ewan McGregor <laughs> is there and was given further work. Uh, CGI Yoda. Uh, Actually, originally in the first cut, he was not CGI. He was a puppet. Right, and he didn't make it puppet puppet way into the final cut. So, wait, that's a double strike on George Lucas. Like it was right there. And threw it away at the last minute. <laughs> um, everything. It's all bad. My best suggestion yet, turn the sound off, put subtitles on, play some opera music, pretend you're watching an opera. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Actually, better yet, watch it with the English subtitles. The what now? The Eng- yeah. English, uh, the, basically the subtitles that are played when you're watching it, uh, when they have the Chinese going. Oh, right, okay. There you go. It, it's just a terrible movie. It, it's a film that inspired films about whether or not it was all right to hate George Lucas. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it, it just upset millions of people the world over and was horrible. And I, I don't know if I could bring myself to watch it again. I really don't. And I, I don't dislike Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I'm, I'm not a Star Wars mega fan. You know, I'm not on Instagram or anything about it. But that's another dig at Star Wars fans joke. And 
it, it, yeah, Phantom Menace. I mean, it got progressively worse, but I, I still remember that sort of two, three month grace period. Um, and Phantom Menace had us so excited. So ex- I, I downloaded that QuickTime trailer on, <laughs> on dial-up internet. <sighs> and it took maybe the whole day or something. And we just watched it over and over and over again. And then it comes out and it's shit. And, and the other two that followed didn't have that because we expected shit. We got it and we expected it. But the first one, that was the biggest kick in the gut, that one. It really was. And I'm sorry, the whole, like, the story of Jake Lloyd giving up acting because he didn't like people's response to him and that. Do you know what? Jake Lloyd was a shit actor before George Lucas got to him. Have you seen him in Jingle All The Way? Yeah. <laughs> fucking awful. Mm. Um, you'd, just, you'd just be like, fuck you, kid. You're not getting the man for Christmas thing. Turbo man. It's not happening because you're obnoxious. Yeah, welcome to my fucking childhood. <laughs> Never get anything I asked for. No. <laughs> but Dad, you said <laughs> fuck off, kid. I'm not coming home. I'm not coming home now. <laughs> and so yeah, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. I've I've nothing good. Yeah. Fair just, enough. It was just badness and anger. Pod race was kind of alright for about a minute. Uh and then no, the whole thing, the whole thing. <laughs> was he Jesus? <laughs> was that the point? Mom doesn't know why she's pregnant. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> Jen, you'll go. Please, I've got to come down. Uh, I, need, okay. I need a minute. All right, we'll move on to a <laughs> film that's also from the 90s, but not sci-fi based. Showgirls! Yeah, that's not a bad movie. <laughs> it is, but I love it. <laughs> It's a guilty it, pleasure for sure, but yeah, the, uh, when you really look at it, it's it's bad. Yeah, it is. It, it She's really is. Such a bitch. <laughs> There's, I I've seen it several times though. I I, t- I mean, it was an early source of boobs. <laughs> it was. Well, yeah, that's what the only reason you really watch it is that. And the um, really unrealistic swimming pool sex scene. Oh God, that was awful. <laughs> but they recreated that for for Showgirls too. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah. they? Oh, that's right. There was a sequel. That. Oh, my gosh. It went well, direct to video, though. <laughs> well, yeah, there was sort of a sequel. One of the people who was in it, but you didn't know, sort of did it with money of her own. Or so it was, I can't believe I've seen it. But let, let's just say, Boz, you've been on the set of better, bigger budget things. <laughs> yeah, right? probably. I don't have a bigger budget, but better things. I, I, I've I've seen it. Trust me, trust me. If uh, yeah, they had no budget. They they had no budget. Mm. Uh, I I did enjoy Showgirls though. Cause, do, well, yeah, also, you're, you're male. That's of course you enjoyed. Showgirls. Do you know what? I'm male, and I grew up watching Saved by the Bell. See, well, I didn't really watch it that often, but uh, I I knew who Elizabeth Berkeley was when she got into the movie, and uh, like her acting alone is just so over the top. Oh, it's hilarious! Whatever She's happened such a to bitch. her? <laughs> Whatever happened um, to any of them from Saved by the Bell? No, Mario Lopez is still doing stuff. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He doesn't do much over here that we get to see. 
because I, I, I didn't know he was still doing What's he doing these days? Well, he was doing a talk show for a while. Now he's just kind of doing guest appearances on stuff. He just was in the news recently about getting sick at some event. Yay. Oh, God, and Zach looks rough now. Although he probably looks like he's about 40-something now, to be fair. Uh, the, the nerdy 40. kid. What was the nerdy kid's name? Screech. Screech. He did porn. <laughs> he, well, he oh, he just yeah. had a complete like collapse. Dustin Diamond. Uh, yeah, he did a sex tape. Didn't he have major drug busts and like? He, he, he well, and... he had he filed for bankruptcy or something like that, and he did porn to try and pay it off. That's not oh. a good long-term plan, unfortunately. No. no. God, he's only two years older than me. Oh dear, bless him. And what? What about the other one? Uh, what's the name? Hang on, refresh page. Uh, Tiffany Thiessen. She was on 90210 at one point. She was. She's currently in a TV series called Alexa and Katie. Never heard of it. No, she's not playing either Alexa or Katie, so uh, minor role there, probably. Oh, she was in a movie called Cyborg Soldier that was on video. Oh, dear. And one called Pandemic, so probably lots of good things there anyway. Yeah, I have nothing more to add on this. Okay, boss. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit spoiled for choice. I'm actually gonna. Is it bad if I do one I haven't seen? Actually, Rich did that earlier, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Do it. Um, because this one's based on what I've seen this person do, so I know for a fact that I never have to watch this movie. And the movie is Master of Disguise. Oh yes. Which was Dana Carvey's venture in the world of family-friendly kiddie entertainment sort of thing. But yeah, now he he does some good impressions, but I have heard that this movie is an absolute train wreck. And I heard him not so long ago, I think it was on a podcast or something, but he was sort of regurgitating this sort of side of things, and it was not good. What I heard was not funny. The impressions were so-so, and I was like, Um oh. Oh, but it has a 12 on Metacritic, so... It has a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes, so... <laughs> yeah, this uh, was the movie that got uh, Dana Carvey to quit acting, unfortunately. Oh, right, okay. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, uh, why? Like, because it did so bad. It didn't stop Mike Myers. Well, there's that. He should have phoned his friend and encouraged him. Because it might have got some better things come along. Well, I don't know. to be honest, after the Love Guru, which was originally on my list, there we go. Um, <laughs> after the Love Guru, uh, Mike Myers kind of fell off the face of the earth until suddenly Inglorious Bastards came about and he had a cameo. And, and nobody doing, spotted him. <laughs> isn't he doing the Gong Show now? No. Hang on, I have to check this. I don't think so. Because yeah, here we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The gong okay, show. Nobody spotted him, including Rick, because he didn't do his homework. But there we are. That was the challenge, if you remember. Yeah, Mike Myers <laughs> currently hosting the gong show. I could have sworn it was someone else hosting it. It kind of is. Right. Here's the thing. He's not doing it as himself. He's doing it as a, a, a TV personality by the name of Tommy Maitland, who is an old British man. Hang on, a moth oh. the size of a gold eagle has just flown in the room. What? 
I'll bet his British accent's amazing then. YouTube it. You can see him doing interviews on late night talk shows as the character. It was oh, actually yeah. months before anyone realized it was uh, really? Mike Myers. Yes. Oh, okay. Hang on. Well, what, what the fuck is the gong show? Let's just <laughs> pause You the... never know. No. Oh, my God. It was so big over here in the 70s. Oh, my God. It, it was explain so Explain the gong crazy. show while I hunt this month. Okay. Uh, basically, think of, you know, America's Got Talent and all those shows. Mm-hmm. But it's really bad performers. Oh, right. Okay. Um, actually, uh, Pee Wee Herman started out on the gong show way back in the day. He was on there, uh, as a contestant, um, and a couple others, but, uh, basically, uh, it was run by this guy. uh, I want a Chuck Barris was the the host. Uh, you, you've seen the movie, uh, the confessions of that, that movie with, yeah. Confessions of a dangerous (laughs) mind. Yeah. That's Chuck Barris. That's about. Yeah. Okay. But he was the host of the Gong Show back in the seventies when it was originally on. the The biggest act that really came out of there besides Pee Wee Herman was there was a the guy that was on all the time. All he did was he did really bad jokes and he wore a paper sack on his head. Okay. <laughs> I'm go- he was I'm like go- really popular back then. I'm going to play you a YouTube of Jimmy Kimmel. Bear with me. I don't know if I'll play the whole thing, but this is him interviewing Tommy Maitland. This isn't going to break everything. It's not. I'm very happy to be here tonight. I just this? want to say I'm here as a friend. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm actually Will Arnett filling in for like Jimmy the Kimmel interview. Upcoming reboot of the Gong Show. <laughs> yeah. Because I think Will Arnett is actually producing this Over. thing oh, as well. I see. You right. know, that, I, that I happen to be executive producing. That would there you be, go. That would be shameless or shameful or either way. Just watch the Gong Show on ABC. <laughs> By the way, I should mention, I believe the host of the Gong Show is here tonight. Somebody's oh, watching. No, no, there he is, no, Tommy no, Maitland, no, everybody. Tommy. I can hear, I can hear Mike Myers' voice. Yeah. Come on over here, Tommy. Oh, Tommy, great to see you. You see the faces are real for stuff. Just come sit for just for a second. I've got video. I just got off a plane. <laughs> you just, yeah. I haven't even had a chance to unpack yet. I've just got off a plane. How do you like, yeah, I can uh, hear how do you like being though. here in the States? <laughs> I love America. You're fantastic. You are. Oh. It's British, isn't it bad? Actually, uh, um, it's like pretty impressive. It really is. Eat you all the way to the stick. <laughs> and it, I, 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 think sh- I just spotted the laugh. No, but it's true. Yeah, no, I know. I just, like Do you know what the difference is as well? Yeah. You've gone into this being told it was Mike Myers. Well, there is that. Yes. I, mean, I, I think the show was run for about six episodes before anyone realized. That's genius. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because they didn't say, and they just had him appear on talk shows as this person. So it really is one of those cool, like you say, it's true. And people just, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> You don't want, at no point in your life do you feel it necessary to go, hang on, that's Mike Myers. But you had to with that, and no one well, That's a great way to resurrect your career is do six episodes of something no one knows is you. <laughs> right. I think it's, it's, it's wonderful. It really is. I think, well done to him. I mean, the makeup job is incredible. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you're looking hard, you can see it's not real, but. You've got to look hard. Yeah, there's something not quite right, but. Hmm, interesting. What Fair were we talking too. about? How do we <laughs> oh, yeah, you you mentioned the, the Dana Carvey movie. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that I'll probably never watch it, and having heard him do some impressions and try and be funny, um, not for me. 
I didn't even get on that well with his stand-up. There's one on Netflix. I forget what it's called. Um, but yeah, I didn't get on that well I'm with wondering that if either. that's what I watched, you know. I started to watch that, and I just couldn't carry on. Might be. That might have been that. Oh, well. It, does that mean it's me again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh God, it is a spoil for choice, isn't it? It's just what do you want to rag on for a bit? Because <laughs> there are just so many. They're happening. There oh, goes. there we go. Still never sat through that. I've seen bits. It's the trees, Boz. It's the trees <laughs> are killing us all. <laughs> what? No. Said the person in the Hollywood studio executive commissioning room. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went out to lunch. His mate came in who was actually just friends with M. Night Shyamalan anyway. He went, what? Yeah. Like, no. What a god-awful movie. And it yeah, has Mark bad. Wahlberg. So... See, it's weird. See, well, Mark Wahlberg, he does some really good roles, and he's done some stinkers. I want Mark Wahlberg to do comedy from now on. Just leave it at that. The Don't one that be... he did with uh, Will, Arne- uh, Will Ferrell was actually not too bad. Uh, the other guys I really enjoy. Uh, and I think Mark Wahlberg no, was fantastic in it. I, I re- That might have been the most I've ever enjoyed Mark Wahlberg in a movie. I like him wow. as well. In what, yeah, he was good in Ted. In Ted, but his, Ted. His, yes. his Jersey accent's really good. <laughs> yes, he was also good in Ted. Um, and I, I, I would love to see footage of him fighting the teddy bear, not part of the film. <laughs> yes. Right? Because I bet that's that's at least as funny as the actual movie. Yeah. So I would like him to just do comedy. Mark, please. Because... Do you know, you're not good enough at the action thing that you get good action movies. You know, mm. you're not The Rock. He gets he gets the good ones and, and other people. You're not quite at that level. And I don't think he's a good enough actor to do the serious stuff, unless it's minor roles in the serious stuff, like uh, The Departed, which while he was in, it was by no means a Mark Wahlberg movie. He was just, mm. he was barely in it more than the three of us. I mean, he, um, he's good in the Transformers movies he's in. They're just fucking terrible movies. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with his performance in those. Um, what's the other one? Is this too much oh. a joke? Do I have to cut it? I don't know. I just feel like enjoying Mark Wahlberg in the Transformers movies is like it's like going to an AIDS patient and saying, hey, you have really lost some weight there. You're looking good. It's, it's on a level. It's like, yeah, but... Uh, you're picking out a thing of the really bad thing, and it's still not a good thing. And it's not funny. Never mind. Never mind. I'd listen back in the cold light of day and see if you leave that in or not. I'm not making fun of AIDS patients. No, I know. It's just... Or, or yeah. AIDS. I'm just saying, you know, it's trying to find a positive in a whole big something, bag something of negatives. Horrible. Yes. Yeah. It's like, well, he wasn't bad. Ah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so if if I was stamping on your bollocks and you're complimenting me on how well I fasten my shoes, <laughs> that's better. You know, that, that's a bit better. Yeah, <laughs> always throw away your first attempt and just go with what feels right. <laughs> In the happening, though, the trees somehow 
are killing everybody. They're sort of putting, but not in like a Evil Dead kind of way. That would be too interesting. More in a kind of, <laughs> not even in a talking, throwing apples, Wizard of Oz kind of way, which again <laughs> would be okay. far more interesting. Or a stamping on you like an ent kind of a way. Yes, really. <laughs> any example you can think of dangerous trees in movies, all better than this. Just or swallowing you like in a poltergeist kind of way. You've got me on a roll now. Oh, oh it just no. goes on, doesn't it? My God. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really hard to do bad this this concept badly, but damn it, if he didn't find a way. Yeah. Just, yes. <laughs> there's something in the air, and it makes you kill yourself. Because that's the thing that can happen as well uh and so this thing goes in the air and everyone kills themselves until it stops and then that's the end of the film no one beats anything no one wins anything there's no triumph over anything there's just some events that occur and then they stop happening and that's apparently a film and I would also posit that the guy who gets his own lawnmower run over himself would just have some very bad lacerations. Yeah, I don't know that that would definitely kill you. No, it, well, I don't think it would at all. I think you'd have trouble getting a lawnmower to properly, unguided, <laughs> yes. run over you. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's actually a really tricky way of doing it. Yeah, so, I mean, they yeah, should, have, should have gone combine harvester if you ask me, but there we are. Yeah. That's that's much more dangerous. You need Superman to save you from those. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, The Happening. Uh, a very offensively bad movie. I don't think it was the beginning of the unmasking of M. Night Shyam- Shyamalan, is it? Because he did, right? He did Sixth Sense. And everyone was like, that was fucking amazing. Who is this guy? I'll, I'll watch whatever he makes. And then he did Unbreakable. And Which was good. So, yeah. Good. yeah. See, I didn't even like Unbreakable. But Signs was good. The Village was okay. The Village, I think, is when he started yeah, it's going the village. down there. It's The Village. I didn't mean, hate it, it. It was kind of at that point, it's like, oh, really? So every film you make has to have this thing at the end. Yeah, it has mm. to have a twist ending. You're like, really? So now I'm waiting for that in every film you make because you've done four now and they've all had that. And that one with Mel Gibson was mm, quite I didn't really like signs. I mean, it did really well in the theaters, but the fact that, oh, see, here are some aliens that come down to a planet that is 70 plus percent water and they're not too good with water. Good going. Not, Not good with it. Not good like we are with like hydrochloric acid. Like, don't get it on you. It fucking rains. Yeah, was, but like we always do our research properly. <coughs> they found out the hard way, didn't they? Well, they did. Yeah. Um, I, I also have to question a god that can make M, a sleeping M. Night Shyamalan smash into Mel Gibson's wife at the side of the road, cutting her in half but not killing her, long enough for God to send a message through her and not be able to do anything about the fucking aliens. Which we have to surmise, as God is in the film, kind of, that he made the universe and the aliens in it, which he then sent to kill Mel Gibson. Or not, because of the... Why do you not see the problems with Christianity people? Really? No, but it's it's quite in line with 
uh, the thought behind Christianity and that God doesn't make things happen, things just happen, and he puts signposts up along the way, hence it's called signs, because it's not a direct intervention, it's just a little hint in the right direction, because that's how it works, because otherwise, everything would be too vulgar a display of power, and prove ultimately that they're correct, so it can't do that, so that's how it all works. There we go. Yeah. Also, one of the best daylight scares you will ever see. Yeah, that, I, love, I do. When it walks across the camera at the kids' yeah. party, genius. Love it. Everyone jumps at that. I, I think the build-up to the actual... It, I'll be honest, it's the twist that ruins that one for me. I'm with it until the twist. Mm. I can see um, that. And, and then it's just, what? Really? Really? God can't text. <laughs> you know? Like a mysterious letter in the mail, nothing... He, he can't write it in the corn. He didn't cut Moses's wife in half. He got a burning bush. Uh, you know, are, are there not ways of doing this without the car incident at the beginning, God? Yes, You're but not, they're mysterious ways. He's all powerful. All powerful. Except when he needs to send a message. Then he's a bit screwed, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Or wants to prevent a problem. He can't do that either. Uh, really, there are lots of ways in which the omnipotent or powerful God is is none of those things. But uh, we're just here to talk about M Night Shyamalan, so that's fine. <laughs> Jen, would you like to pick a film that was offensive to you? Sure, and I have actually seen this film. Granted, I saw it on Rift Tracks, but it still applies because it was shown the whole way through. Birdemic, shock and terror. <laughs> Uh, the Here Goes Nothing episode that never was. We were going to do that. <laughs> I have not seen it at all. I know nothing of Birdemics. <laughs> okay, well, Legendary. Okay. it's legendarily bad. Uh, basically, <laughs> it was a film that this guy did, and you can tell it was a shoestring budget. It wasn't even a shoestring budget. We're talking like half a shoestring budget. And <laughs> it was supposed to be an homage to Hitchcock's The Birds, right? Supposed to be. It's not. Is you literally just... have like these birds and and they're just flying in the air and you literally have people like swatting at these really bad CGI birds. They don't even know where they're at. They're just swatting aimlessly. <laughs> and it's all oh, so bad. Oh, hang you on. You must see this. Oh, the full thing's on YouTube. Just search Birdemic. Yeah. It's the first result. There's not even any light. And there's a sequel too, by the way. Yes. I haven't put myself through either yet. I'm going to one day. Oh, that these guys drunk enough. had more budget than the Showgirls 2 people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving through it's, it now. It's really bad, though. I mean, the first maybe five minutes, which is just the credits, is literally a guy driving around. Yeah, it is. That's it. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Just... Do you know I hate opening credits on movies? I really do. Oh, there's some birds. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it looks like I made it. Hey, is that San Francisco? I think that's where they filmed it. I don't think those birds are there, though. Yeah, it is. It, it's pretty noticeable, the the way that they suck the birds into the film. <laughs> it's so bad. Hang on, that's another sex scene. I've just flipped through this movie, and I found yeah, two. Yeah, there's, there's two really, really bad sex scenes in it. In the same bedroom? Mm-hmm. Oh. And what's imaginepeace.com? On a big poster that you clearly meant to see. Oh dear. This looks horrendous. I'm so going to watch it later. 
<laughs> you yeah you it's a, something you must experience just to experience how bad it really is birdemic shock and terror there is an everything wrong with birdemic uh i was hoping it had been on best of the worst but doesn't look like it so far i'm still catching up with those best of the worst on red letter media people what watch that one on youtube because it's brilliant you guys would like it you too if you haven't already seen it in fact no not yet it's the same guys that do half in the bag you'll like it trust me it's cut best of the worst just youtube it after the show you'll be happy that you did i promise all your money back <laughs> uh okay uh do you, shall we move on or do you want to add anything about birdemic <laughs> Just that, that it, it's very noticeable as far as this, what I mean, what you can call CGI in this film. It's not even really CGI. It's just they took some birds and they're literally like fake birds and they were flapping and, and I mean, it, it's, it's it, you'll watch it and go, really? <laughs> See, I, I couldn't do it. I, I wonder about the psychology of these people that make films with CGI and like that, that I know it might be an example of me wanting to overreach, but if I were putting CG in a film I was making and it didn't, if it wasn't sort of Hollywood quality, then I wouldn't want to do it. And I'd find a different way of doing it. But some people kind of found a way to put the shit in their films. And the fact that it was there at all blew their minds and they just went with it. And... We, we've got some incredible garbage as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, want, I think it's the same psychology that makes people go on Britain's Got Talent when they're awful. Yeah. Like this lack of self-awareness. Like you mm. don't know it's awful. You don't know you're being awful. And so many other things like that. It's just lots of badness here. Mm. I think that's what it is. Boz, your go. Ah, this is a movie I wanted to love so desperately. Oh, can I say, uh, arguably, Birdemic, not a cinema release. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, could, I thought it was. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that was... I don't think they even got a shelf at the video store release of hers. <laughs> Regardless, it's still worth a watch. It, oh, it's oh, definitely yeah. worth a mention. Yeah, I'm, definitely I'm worth a mention because it. it's that bad. Um, and I, I haven't seen it. I'm just, I just know its reputation is that bad. Um well, Casey told me to watch it because he said I'd find it hilarious and it was terrible. So there we go. Um, yeah, so a film I desperately wanted to love. I looked forward to it for, for years. And then it came out to crushing disappointment. And that was Masters of the Universe, 1987. Oh, yes. Oh. I, I actually like it, though, because it's cheesy. Not my He-Man. I... No, I it's, oh... I have mixed feelings towards it, but I can I can accept that it is subjectively a bad film. I, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I I just have fond memories of it because it was the film I went to see for my tenth birthday. Oh, really? okay. That that's it. So hang on, but that means that it was out in January here. Oh, interesting. Uh, so, that's the whole American list thing again. It probably, is. Then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely came out in the summer over here. I actually did not see it in a theater. I ended up seeing it on cable later, but I I still think Dolph Lundgren was a good He-Man. 
Wow. If, if, wow. Who would you have had play He-Man if not Dolph Lundgren? Oh, no. I it's, don't know, but somebody with a much better bowl cut for a start. You, I mean, well, that, oh, he had a pretty, pretty bitchin'. It was a mullet. It was definitely a mullet. Oh, they couldn't really have given him He-Man's hair in a movie. No, it needed to be the hair. And Master at Arms, although I liked him. Um, man at arms. Man at arms. Man at arms master, yeah. I was master at arms. He was man at arms. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't like his get up. Um, there were too many of the characters that were different to what I was expecting. Where the fuck was Cringer and Battle Cat? Um, I don't know, there was there was a lot of stuff I wasn't very happy about. Uh, yeah, I get the DVD. The, the director the skeletal ap- was fat. Sorry. The the director apologizes on the commentary track. <laughs> So there is that, and and of okay. course he points out that there's no, um, what's the little floating wizard character? Yeah, um, Orko. Orko. Orko, right? Yeah. He, he addresses why that's not in the film, why that character's not in the film. CG <laughs> so didn't exist yet. <laughs> yeah, he's basically it's a little floating wizard, and it's 1987. What it couldn't happen, <laughs> hence Gwildor. Yeah, little. that was that was the point. As I put Grildor in in place of Orko, and yeah, yeah. plus it did have that. it did have the quote of him saying the universe is made up of music, Kevin, and that was sampled and used in a billion drum and bass tracks for years. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the whole musicality of the key and oh, bad synthesizers and oh, it just wasn't. It had Cor- meet me anywhere. Had Courtney Cox. Yeah, it, it had it had Tom Paris of the USS Voyager. In a better role. <laughs> of course it did, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. It had that horrible moment where Evil In pretends to be Courtney Cox's dead mother, which just is upsetting. There's a thing. <laughs> you know, I'm sure anyone who's ever lost a parent will understand that. Like, there she is. Like, no. Oh, that's harsh for a PG movie. That's too much. And the fact that it's all about her dead parents anyway. It's this dark overhanging cloud of mm. it's weird. I don't know why they thought we need to get He Man to planet Earth. Yeah, there's another complaint. Budget. It, it, but it was it was tonally terrible. Like they didn't capture the spirit of the characters, the cartoon, nothing. Not even Castle Grayskull was done properly. So it was like uh, I don't know. I'm, I, a bit of taste. And and rightly so. It, it was a fucking awful thing. They didn't even use the He-Man music. Like, no. and, and I know you couldn't use it perhaps exactly as it was, but you could use the tune and incorporate it into your soundtrack. And that's, uh, I would have done that if I were the composer for that movie. But yeah, I mean, you could have Westworlded it, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Something. Well, I, I mean, the best part of that movie is Frank Langella Skeletor. Cause he eats, he doesn't just eat the scenery. He eats the entire set. <laughs> He'll but be he's back. too fat. <laughs> well, he's skeletal. I mean, it's ultimately the problem with translating cartoon into real life because in, <laughs> in the cartoon, is you can just be black under that hood. What's not skeletal skeleton is blackness. And exactly. That's yeah. fine because you just don't draw anything. But in real life, that that space needs to be occupied. So what do you do with it? I mean, I would like to see skeletal naked, naked just to know how the, Ew. the, the, the facial... The myofacial layers work below the clothing at the top there, because obviously he's got all the muscles and the abs and everything else and a skeletal head. He must look ridiculous. 
I'm kind of upset that He-Man always fights him instead of trying to just talk to him about the fact that he's obviously just hurt about how he looks. <laughs> like, you know, he, there's no one else like that in Eternia, is there? He's just the one Skeletor dude. Mm. What happened? There's a sad story there somewhere. There really is about an accident on a fast, slippy road at night or something. And it's... He just needs help and love. That's what Skeletor needs. He needs love. His dad came in and said, why so serious? With a bucket of acid. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Now, I'm going to go to the one that I was saving for later, because it's later now. I can't believe I've seen this. <laughs> Sex in the City 2. Oh, you didn't. I oh, did. you actually did? Oh, oh my god. I even I didn't see that and I nope. actually watched the show. All the nope. <laughs> I did not see it at the cinema. I saw it on uh I saw it later. Um now when I say that a film can be offensive, this film was the actual literal th- this was offensive. Like not just me being a movie nerd and not liking it. Like there were themes in this that were fucking insulting to the people that it, it covered. Really, mm. this film is is all about how the most important thing in a woman's life is shoes and dresses. And true freedom means shoes and dresses. And the 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 very fight that basically the the four women from Sex in the City go to on holiday to somewhere I can't even remember. Does it say in this thing? It's Dubai, I think, Dubai, isn't it? Dubai, where there are quite a lot of poor people. But there is there's the opulence of Dubai and then there's the gutter of Dubai. That is is pretty much what it is. And they find out it's alright at the end because all the suppressed women in their, their burkas and everything that it spends the whole film like how terrible. They're all wearing dresses by New York designers under the burkas. Did you know that? That's a thing that they do. So it's all right. They've all got fancy shoes on under there. It's mm. offensive. The whole thing's just fucking offensive. It's wrong. It's, it's, it, 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 it upsets the socialist in me. You know, there's, there's yeah. something about it. It's a film about rich women who go to a place where other rich people are and feel sorry for the lowly poor people there. Oh, but at least some of them have got dresses because that's all that matters. Dresses and shoes, ladies. Yeah, but uh, only the rich ones. Well, <laughs> yeah. The, the poor ones live in huts and built those fucking monstrosity buildings and were paid a pittance to do so because they're basically a servant class. And yeah, don't get me started on Dubai. And, and really, I I could have uh, I could have gone on. I mean, really, I could sit with the movie and pull it apart scene by scene. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, yeah, it, it's just really, 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 really horrible and offensive. And uh, it, it's I oh nothing good here, nothing good. And it's 150 minutes long, according to this article. Oh, oh God. that's too much. <laughs> I mean, oh, I hated the TV series, and I've seen it. Uh, but there's a long story behind that. Uh, but it, oh, it's all horrible. I hate it. I'm upset. <laughs> Sorry, Jen, pick a film that upset you. 
Let's do one uh, more each. Uh, oh, one more each. Oh, well then let's go for the let's go for the gusto then. Superman four. Boom. I love that movie. It's it, it is quite something, isn't it? <laughs> Nuclear yeah. man. Nuclear man. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I was the biggest Superman fan when that came out. It was just another in the franchise I adored, and I just ate it up. If I watched it now. I think it would destroy so many memories I have of it because I would see just how bad it really is. When, and I'm not going to do that to myself. When did you last see it? I would have been about eight or something. I don't know. Right, then don't watch it again because <laughs> okay. you're right. It will do all those things. I have recently seen it or, or at least seen it as an adult. And oh, boy. Oh, boy. You want to talk about some shit special effects? Mm-hmm. And things like that. There's a scene where he's fighting, where Superman and Nuclear Man are fighting in space, but they're yes. clearly stood on a plank of wood. I remember the fight in space being awesome. I remember yeah. him kicking a nuclear missile and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of shit. There's the scene at the end that's supposed to be Metropolis, but it's outside Milton Keynes train station. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there's, there's so many things like that. Actually, uh, it must have been ten or eleven. Actually, looking at the release year, interesting. Are you older than me? Have we we have this I conversation you, every yes. time you mention your age? <laughs> yeah, yeah came out in '87. Uh, I did not see it in the theater. Thankfully, I saw it on cable later. But uh, yeah, it was painful. I, I just wager that when the people who remember the Christopher Reeve Superman films so fondly mention it they're not talking about this one they're they're talking about the first two (laughs) maybe the third one which i kind of enjoy as well but this one no it was so bad i mean three was starting to get bad three at least had a couple of pretty decent moments in it but four was just so awful the bits in three are fucking terrifying for a kid Oh, yeah, near the end where that chick gets turned into a robot. That that scared the living crap out of me. Yeah, that was big time. Yeah. I I still remember being in the ABC cinema in Doncaster, my mum putting a hand over my eyes for that bit. Wow. Um, Yeah, because it was horrible. But Robert Vaughn's brilliant in it. And uh, Richard Pryor as well. Um, That remains some of my very limited exposure to Richard Pryor. Hmm. Is that that and a couple of films with uh, Gene Wilder and stuff? Yeah, here no evil, see no evil was brilliant. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we bad, we bad. <laughs> yeah. My personal favorite is Silver Streak. Silver Streak's good. Um, but yeah, Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. It it just. No, this is another. Do you know what? Everything is wrong with it again. It's just impossible <laughs> to sort of pick anything out, is it? Because we could do like a whole dissection of this movie scene by scene and how fucking goddamn awful it is. And it has John Cryer, which is. Who's not always bad, but he's really bad in this. Yeah. I've only ever seen him be bad. Well, he was in Hot Shots, wasn't he, as well? So He was good in Hot Shots, but he was the comic relief in Hot Shots. How do you be the comic relief in Hot Shots? Anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah. It's like being the serious one in Glengarry Glen Ross. 
right which, which one is the, um they're gonna have to remake that now someone get on that please um yeah i'm looking forward to a few kevin spacey films coming out again oh with not kevin spacey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few that you've got to remake now because they were awesome films so, yeah i can't watch them anymore glenn gary glenn ross uh the usual suspects i was thinking maybe american beauty yeah la confidential please we're gonna need that again um and a couple we could just of others. do the usual suspects with him again, but in the lineup, it would be Kevin Spacey, Chris Hardwick. Just change the crime. Yeah, and then, you know, Harvey Weinstein right there on the end. <laughs> oh, who was, who was there? Some more things about this week. Oh, Kevin Spacey, wasn't it? Uh, Guy Pierce was interviewed. Mm-hmm, and said he was really creepy. Pretty handsy. Uh, yeah. And said, well, at least I was 29 and not 14. Like, mm. okay, yeah. that's fairly, fairly uh, condemning there. Uh, yeah, what happened? Could clearly have knocked him the fuck out had he chosen to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I think there's been an, is it another three charges by the Met. I have four, specifically four? British. Yeah. Men. Like, if he's not here, he doesn't want to come back here. Because I, I don't think he's going to do well out of it. And they will put him in prison. Because showing off, you know. Anyway, mm. we've got Donald Trump to look forward to coming over before Kevin Spacey does. Mm. Did you hear about the air balloon? I did. I did. See, I'm I, so I think excited. that's enough to make him not come. Because he'll be so butthurt. His ego won't, like, I, I just reckon he'll cancel. I think he's still coming, though. As of now, they're just not going to go near London, I think. Uh, they're doing just, on a fucking school day, so I can't go and throw things at him. But anyway. <laughs> that's also part of it, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's coming. I don't know why. I'll, I'll text him, tell him not to come. <laughs> Lots of people are going to turn up and tell him he shouldn't have come, so you're covered there. <laughs> I wanted to show him my bottom. But it's not clear where he's going to be, and I'm not, mm. I'm not driving around without my pants on. And you're probably not the only one who wants to do that. Oh, I'm happy to be one of millions of people. That that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but I, I would like to show him my bare bottom. Yeah, he's going to do the lesser known that. tour of the UK, starting in Bognor Regis, yeah. going via Merthyr Tydfil, <laughs> up to Abergavenny, then across to Landudno. That's the Wales side of it done. Then he'll probably come. Inland to Preston and then go down to destroy the random places. Visit Accrington Stanley. They need to just go around the protesters in London, ask them where they're from, and then send him there. Yeah. Oh, you're all from Leeds. Oh, it's safe in Leeds. They're all here. Send him there. (laughs) Yeah. Off he goes. But, Buzz, if you had to pick a bad summer blockbuster movie or bad summer movie, what would you pick? Um, I'm going to go with one just because it's topical now. And I remember going to the cinema to see it. I I believe it was released in summer here and fell asleep and didn't see the last 30 or so minutes of the movie. (laughs) And that was the famous remake or film version, I should say, of Lost in Space starring Matt LeBlanc. (laughs) You've not seen it. it. I have not seen it. It was better than the TV show it was based on. Well, a lot of things are better than the TV show. It had but Gary Oldman. It, it did. It did. Pre have, him being amazing. 
<laughs> I don't know. He's always been amazing. He's, he's just sometimes... A, I mean, even Gary Oldman's done a couple of stinkers. What was that yeah. movie where he was playing a little person? What? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he did, he did a movie where he was playing a little... I mean, Gary Oldman was playing a little person. Like a midget or a borrower? Yeah. Like, like a, the first. Right, okay. You're not supposed to use the same word. No. Honestly. I have to say little person. Yeah. It's it's nicer. (laughs) Then then what's Tristan? (laughs) Vertically challenged. Okay. (laughs) Just so. (laughs) It's called Tiptoes is the name of the movie. And yeah, he played a little person. (laughs) It was awful. (laughs) Well, he was arguably the best thing in Lost in Space. And he did play... Um, Dr. Smith extremely well like if he was trying to sort of do his version of the original TV version Dr. Smith but he didn't have that sort of sort of I don't know goofy comedic edge to the character he was it was much too serious um, and I just remember him turning into a big spider monster thing and I was just so dull it was so dull oh, I forgot about the big spider monster thing well, I don't know what happened. Like, I, I woke up and he was a big spider monster thing. So. When you say big spider monster thing, I suddenly think, you know, Wild Wild West. Or, yeah, that the Will the Smith. The Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. A Wiki Wild yes. West. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how or why or how it ends. I've seen it two or three times. Do you know what? Really? I've, I've got a lot of time for Matt LeBlanc and I want him to do better than he is doing. Yeah. I'm, he's good in episodes. I mean, that's that, well worth a watch. Yes, absolutely. He's brilliant in that. Not playing himself, playing himself, which is a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a great show. I I do like that one. Has it just ended? Or so, I think they might have just brought it to an end. Or something. I don't know. It's still running. I thought it was only a couple of seasons. Yeah, they've just done. I think season five's just been out. Okay, I need to catch up on that. Uh, but yeah, it's a very good show. But he just quit Top Gear, hasn't he? Oh, I didn't know he'd done that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's had enough. Well, two series, of, two series of something, you know, it can be taxing. Or... Oh, that's bloody awful. I, I checked in again not so long ago, and it, it's still... They, they'd stopped trying to be the original trio and do the same stuff they did, but there just wasn't the... There was no chemistry between the hosts. It just didn't work. So not surprised he's off. I hope you find something better next. Well, but don't that's do just lost it. in space. <laughs> Again. He's he's never really managed to find somewhere to settle after friends. Um, I mean, because Joey was fucking awful, mm. and after that, just bits and bats. Apart from episodes, yeah, rental this year. There it is. Now he's in a series called Man with a Plan, which I don't know anything of. Oh, it's a CBS comedy show. That'll be why. Let's wait and see. <laughs> well should we yeah. leave it there because we could go on listing movies for the rest of our lives and well we we should at least do an honorable mention like one honorable mention okay well i okay um honorable mention so i have to come up with one now then really <laughs> <laughs> well how about a movie that's bad but you enjoyed not showgirls a summer movie that's bad and I but I enjoyed and isn't showgirls. <laughs> uh hang on, I need some adjust I need I need a thing to suggest some things at me. Oh 
and that website's not going to do it. I, do you know what? It, <sighs> Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, that's... I, I, oh, that was rubbish. Right. Yeah, that was all bad, I thought. Um, I don't know. I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of on the spot now. But oh, I've lost my original thought now. Come back to me or we'll be here for ages. Jen, you, okay. you go. What's one of yours then? The Room. Ah, yeah, I saw that recently. I got so drunk. <laughs> oh, you did a drinking there. game with it. Yeah, I put it on in my sister's house. I said, we've got to watch this. And we realized that every every five minutes, Tommy was I went, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, just the laughing. Or, the, or every time there's a spoon on screen, you're oh, going to no. be dead. Oh, Spoon. Didn't do Spoon. No, we did every time he laughed and every time somebody walked into the room and everybody went, oh, hey, Brian. Oh, hey, there. Oh, hey. <laughs> so every time someone said, oh, hey, we took a drink. Oh, uh, yeah, we were sloshed. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they actually had the room over here. I don't know about over there, but over here is that it's the new Rocky Horror. Yeah, can imagine. But I thought the Rocky Horror was supposed to be good. Oh, do you it's mean into? On I know I hate it. I always have, but um, I I thought other people liked it. I I just never wanted to really have a go at it with that. No, whole they mean in terms of a quote along, Rich, because yeah, oh, right. they okay. actually they, they the actually time. show it in in cinemas and people come and quote it and throw spoons and shit. Yeah. All yeah. right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That kind of thing. It's I've uh, just outed myself as hating Rocky Horror Show. I'm going to get email for that as well. <laughs> You're going to get email just for that. I'm just choosing to select <clears throat> that you didn't say it. Um. <laughs> I just don't like it. I'm sorry. I just I not honestly, like it. It's not a great film, but adding all the other elements to it makes it enjoyable. Actually, Rich, I reckon if you went to a live performance of it and saw the heckling and stuff that goes along with, um. That some of that shit really made me laugh. Yeah, because it's not in the film. Nope. And it's all the audience participation stuff. Yeah, it's, oh, it's that's, really that's, funny. It, some of it. N- nothing will make me stay away from something more. Fuck than off! The words. You like pantomime. Audience you go every fucking year. It's exactly the same. <laughs> and I, I don't participate in the least. All right, okay. You've never said he's behind you. Not as an adult. Oh. oh okay. No, I'm miserable like that. I don't want to... <laughs> TV doesn't make me join in. Be TV. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm only watching a thing in front of me because they've made me because it's not good enough for TV. That's that's all. And I was going to invite him to a Greatest Showman sing-along. Ugh. Oh, no. dear God, no. No, no, oh, no, Oh, see, no. if I was over no. there, I would totally do that no. with you. I would. <laughs> No, and I do look. I like musicals. Who do you think has made made us do Singing in the Rain on movies you should see? You know <laughs> that that's all me. I I'm down with it. I I, but like the recent ones, I just can't can't get into it. I don't know. I'm just stuck in my old musical ways. Look at the video I posted today of the girl lady who sings the basically the, the the smash hit song from that musical and it is the basically the table read for the producers while they were trying to get the money together so hugh jackman is in the room um and it's just her you see her come out of her shell at that point and why that song is now so powerful um mm-hmm. it it put a tear in my eye today when i watched that it's incredible 
Fair you enough. see the passion behind making it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad it's done well. Sorry, diversion there. It's okay. Anyway, yeah, the room is, is definitely one of those films that I love it because it's so campy, but yeah. it's not a good film. Mm-mm. And I, I, they, it's just a bit of a thing about mutants as well, isn't it? Mm, how so? Because in the sex scenes, that lady clearly has a vagina where her belly button should be. Yeah, that's true. I've never come across that in the real world. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it was a viable orifice, but Tommy Wiseau seems to think it is. I don't know what was going on there. I thought you were talking about his butt, because that was pretty... Ooh. (laughs) But uh, actually, if you look it up, there's a YouTube of the actors of the room. Where are they now? You have to watch it. It's hilarious. Okay. I mean, I I can now watch The Disaster Artist, which I'm looking forward to. Yes. Because obviously I couldn't watch that until I'd seen The Room. Well, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) And they, they uh, on, um, I think it was uh, Screen Rant, they did, uh, uh, no, not Screen Rant, one of the other YouTube channels, they actually had Tommy Wiseau, the disaster artist, doing a role in a disaster film. He's like, come on, let's go, let's get out. Have you That's seen his says. Joker audition? No, I have the ner- not. The nerdist, just because he said he wanted to be in a Batman film, so the nerdist dressed him up as Heath Ledger's Joker and did like a screen test. Oh, God. Um, being the Joker is very funny. That is well worth a look. Tommy Wiseau is just a very strange individual. I I was watching the film just thinking, I, is it really bad that I just want to iron his face? <laughs> oh my God. Just, just heat it up, put it on a steam setting and just have a go. Just see if I can make it better for him. Bit harsh, perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, he's an ugly man. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm finding it hard to, to do an honourable mention. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I have to check a release date. If this, if this is some movie, I've got one. If it's not, I'm just. It came well, out I'll in just December. Say it anyway. No, I'm not say doing it. Anyway. it. No, no, do it. Do no, because then it's just picking a bad film. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> And and based on that, I I can't. No, I've got integrity, Jen. It's I'm going like to pass. Howard the Duck or something, isn't it? It was Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Oh, oh. I, love that. I love that film. <laughs> but it came out in December, so it's not a summer uh, blockbuster. I'm oh, just wow. pulling things out my ass now because I'm panicking. That's it. Boz, do you have an honourable mention to do or? Well, because we've been looking at these lists, right? Rather than an honourable mention, I'd like to mention ones I fundamentally disagree with as as bad movies. Because people saying Hudson Hawk is a bad summer movie. Oh, my it husband is. loves that movie. <laughs> it's a great film. Yeah. Um, how about Red Sonja? I love, love that, that movie! Exactly! That doesn't deserve on this list to be on this list. Um... Stallone's Judge Dredd. I loved that as That's well. That's a great oh, film. <laughs> no, I hated that movie. He is the law. <laughs> Brilliant, that film. I love that film. That shouldn't be on there. there no. There's an honourable mention for you then. There Judge you Dredd. There you go. And also, I didn't hate Cocktail either. That's also on that list. Never saw Cocktail. You needed to be a teenager in the 80s in love with Tom Cruise. <laughs> and if you're not anymore, and no one is, then leave it, probably. Yeah, probably. 
that it's one of those. He shags Elizabeth Shue because it was the eighties, and apparently everyone in a film did. Yeah. yeah. That's that's it. She was everybody's girlfriend. She got around, probably not in real life. So that's that. But it's a it's a film about being impressionable and trusting the wrong person. So, yeah. I just I remember know. her in Adventures in Babysitting, and they had the whole girl was obsessed with Thor, and Vincent D'Onofrio was Thor, and he was actually pretty buff. In that movie. He was, yeah. I didn't know it was him. I needed telling later, and even then, it was like, what, really? Yeah. Oh, another one. My stepmother is an alien. Oh, that had an impact on me. That's when I was a, a weird one, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, I this saw. Kid- Kim Bassinger at her best. <laughs> I saw that on a bus, so I'm probably not best place to uh, comment on it. <laughs> Coming back off holiday. It was a coach, not a bus. A coach is like a bus, only it makes you feel better when you say you were on a coach. <laughs> uh, so is that? I think that's everything for this week. Yeah. And it has to be because it's 90 degrees in this room and I'm just leaving whatever at this point. <laughs> There are moths coming in like I'm their food. God, it's so hot. Don't make it cold, though. I like it hot. If it was cold, I'd be complaining. <laughs> you're British, you'll be complaining whatever the weather. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So thank you for listening, everybody. I hope it's not too warm where you are, because you like it warm, but not warm like this. And we'll be back probably next week with actual movie news, maybe, because we've not done any for ages. Maybe there's some saved up. Although I've been looking in the Slack and not really. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, in the meantime, go on over to simplysyndicated.com slash everything and sign up to that to help us out make more shows and to make them awesome and for you to get ad-free versions of all the shows. Uh, now think about it. If you've had a podcast from us that's cut off early, could you just give me a shout and let me know, please? Because I've heard it's been happening and I can't can't be having that. So I'd like to know if it's happened at all to you. And uh, also, thank you to you guys helping us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash patreon.com Someone help me, please. Slash simply syndicated. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, but yeah. yeah it is. It's right. Thank you. Uh, it just wasn't coming out that time. So, right. Until next week, go and listen to our other shows on the network because we, we do them. They're pretty good. Uh, I've just started a new one called I Do Games Now. Buzz does a little pot of horrors. And... What, what, what do you do these days? I lose track of it, actually. <laughs> I do this. Little pot of horrors occasionally. We've, again, had one of our lulls, but there is shit coming. It's Fright Fest soon, so we're going to have loads to talk about. Um, and I also have another um, show, which isn't on the network, called um, Obsessive Cinema Discourse. So if you want to hear me really pick holes in movies, it's, it's a bit of fun. So, Cool. Oh, and by the way, I was <laughs> I, I need to clip it out and just put it out there as a soundbite because the last time I was on this show over three weeks ago, before the World Cup started, and I said that Germany were going to go out in the group stage for the first time in years because I got them in my work sweepstake. That's exactly what fucking happened. I should have put a bet on it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I have the kiss of death to any competition. Next, next <laughs> World Cup, I'm going to put a bet on to lose on whoever you get in the sweepstakes. Yeah, do that. 
<laughs> and if you don't do it at work, I will run a simply syndicated sweepstakes and assign you one and pick that one. Okay. That's that's Deal. what I'll do. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was quite amazing that. Apparently, we're doing quite well in the World Cup. It seems to be the case. I've missed every game so far because I've been in Spain without a television. But, yeah. I, I've been in, in England with a television and not watched a single kick. Aww. So I wouldn't don't feel bad for me. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Do, do you realize what it was like growing up, not liking football and there being a World Cup on when there were four television channels? Like, do you, I didn't get to not watch the World Cup. Not watching the World Cup is like a childhood fantasy of mine. <laughs> it's like me not watching the snooker. Yeah. And, and so it's wonderful. The fact that I could not name a currently playing footballer. If my life defend, depended on it right now, I couldn't do it. It feels oh. great. It really feels great. It really does. Uh, and I would just like to give my commiserations to any UK employer. Uh, sorry, England employer for Wednesday afternoon because your company's making fuck all money from 3pm onwards. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I think they've all accepted that at this point. <laughs> just shut it all down, honestly. No one's watching it. It's a lot a great... of them are just bringing TVs into the workplace and just saying, <laughs> do you know what? You're going to be looking at your phones the whole fucking time. Just watch it on there. Stay your desk, whatever. Or, yeah, that's I will the be way it goes. running some badly organized street races around Keithley and the Air Valley <laughs> yeah. region during that period. Uh, if well, we've been talking interested. about next next weekend. If they make the final, <clears throat> that's next Sunday. And my local motorcycle group, we've got a ride out planned. So we're like, yes, fucking let's do it. The roads will be empty. Playground. Even the police will be too busy. <laughs> Who are we playing next? Um, Spain. So either foreign, way, I win. So foreign team. Oh, is it? Is it actually Spain? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And that's a sort of a fa- what? How many? Is it two more games left now? If we win, that's the semi-final. If they beat Spain, they make the final. So we're not going to beat Spain, are we? Uh, it's unlikely. What was really funny though is I was in Spain while Spain were playing, and then they won, and everyone was driving around going beep, 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 beep. and then we came home through France. And when we stopped in France with some friends, um, France were playing, and they won. And then beep, 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 all the cars around outside <laughs> beeping and hollering. And then we get back to the UK. We come out of the Channel Tunnel onto the road. England have just won, and everyone's driving around going. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Oh my God. so weird <laughs> oh well anyway. that's what the world cup does to people yeah outside of the u.s so <laughs> thank you for listening everybody we'll be back next week with more stuff bye-bye bye bye-bye <laughs>